because there's this little boy sitting on the side of the road. As the window is being rolled up by our cab driver, the whole thing's concluded. The guy takes a huge puff of his vape, blows a huge cloud of smoke, and as the dust from the cloud settles, he looks at the kid and like gives him a peace sign. And the little kid was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And I just picture like that Goodfellas scene where like all of a sudden it pauses and you hear that kid's voice as an adult. And he's like, at that moment, I knew I wanted to be a made man. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Julio. This is Francis. And here we are. Very special edition today. Very, very special edition. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank our two boys here, Ryan and Chris, for mm. their uh, never-ending perfection of... Or, Sorry, pursuit of perfection. They're spot on. And greatness. These guys, uh, magicians, yeah. wizards. Thank you. Crushing it. Thank you. Spe- specifically, I would like to make, make uh, state some things about these two gentlemen. Oh my god! <laughs> I state, Chris, certain things that have not gone unnoticed. First of all, Chris handpicked Ryan. He did. I did. We gave Chris extra responsibility and sort of agency to make that decision. We completely entrusted him with it, and he could not have done a better Hell job. Hell of a draft choice. Hell, Hell of a draft, draft choice. Big, big year. Draft. It's like the Thank 2003 you. draft. In you're, like, you. uh, you're like uh, Jonah Hill in Moneyball. <laughs> Stole D. Wade. <laughs> Just changed the game, the way that we were doing things, and you said we're bringing in Kevin Euclid because he gets on base. <laughs> Chris also changed our intro. Without us having to be like, it's time to change the intro. He was like, it's time. Time. He thought of a great, innovative, good way to make it good. Not has not gone unnoticed. We appreciate it. Nicely Thank done. Thank you. Um, Nicely done. And Ryan, great having you on board. Good to have you. His unique sense of humor has been a nice addition. Mm-hmm. And he's also been a hell of a utility player doing whatever we ask him to do. He's keeping us honest. And he's keeping us he's honest. keeping us honest. And Thank you love you. to see it. And these are the things that make the oops train continue to propel forward. Have you, by the way... So, we, you know, we all know we've got this wonderful new segment at the end of each episode called Facts with Ryan. Uh, have you heard any feedback about Facts with Ryan? Everybody loves it, dude. Do they? Yeah. People like it as much yes. as we do? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good not to hear. Not only random, quote, random, meaning people that I was not friends with before I started doing the podcast, but also uh, friends of mine. Yeah. I've said how much It's like a that. little bit like um, when TV shows catch you up before that episode on what's happened in the past previously on Ozark, you know, <laughs> uh, except we do it at the end of each episode. So it's like Ryan saying previously on this episode, oh, and then no. we get a little flashback of all the things we talked about. A little recap. Yeah. Yeah. I like it um, too. Are you doing this because we are celebrating three years of doing the podcast together? <laughs> no. Is that right? Yeah. Not even on purpose. Today? Uh, no, but it's pretty Roughly. close. Pretty damn close. August 1st. Three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, when this three comes, years, yeah, very close. August That's a long damn time. Was long our first time, episode. dude. Long damn time. That's crazy. Wow. I'd love to see it. What a treat. Very I good. haven't had a whole lot. I mean, this, this, you know, I met Sierra not long before you guys, but this relationship will be one of the longest that I've had in my life. <laughs> That's good. Certainly the longest Same, professional relationship I've had. Uh-huh. I I was uh, this is the longest job I've had. I've, I've held mm. 
we it's amazing that we didn't bring this up yet i know but when we were sitting here the other day after my parents had just surprised me and francis is (laughs) so insane francis so insane francis is talking about surprises wow I've, i've been part of so many surprises little did he know that he was being thrown a surprise bachelor party that evening yeah these fucking guys these (laughs) guys and by the way i showed up being like dude i have a hard out today and i've never had such a hard out because i didn't want to miss the fucking bachelor party yeah there was there was a boat we'll explain but um, francis like all right i'm gonna like have a snack real quick in between episodes and i had to like go hunt him down i go up there he's eating a salad i'm like dude you gotta fucking finish that salad (laughs) and i didn't feel bad about it because i just like i know that like in a few hours this is all gonna make sense so i I, like me being unusually like i need to go ended up all making sense this Uh, this was such a (laughs) an unbelievable con by these guys (laughs) and sierra um so you know we're recording this was last week and uh that evening was my bachelor party without me knowing now sierra had wanted had pitched this all by saying let's go on a date uh to my to my and have dinner at my golf course which was something that we had done as our second date. So she was sort of phrasing it as like a before our wedding, I want to harken back to one of our most early and magical, you know, founding dates. Um and uh that you take a boat over there. It's really really fun. And I was like, "Okay." Originally I had agreed. But then of course, as the week approached, it, it the week was totally packed. We I, I had we had stuff every night. We we're out every night and I Plus, it was like a hunt. It was ninety eight degrees that night, and as we got into that night, I that earlier that day, I was like, "Do you really want to go to fucking eat outside <laughs> in this weather? Like, can we just chill inside, or you know, worst case, like let's go to a dinner indoors somewhere where that's air conditioned. Let's try a new restaurant." She was like, "No, I really want to do this," and I, I was like, "My God, why, why?" And I, I, I so did not want to do the thing that all of these people were planning for me without knowing it, <laughs> that apparently behind the scenes, they were all talking, being like, how do we convince him to do this? I think he's about to put his foot down and not come, <laughs> which was, was similar to you in the pizza thing. Very similar. Very similar. The heat did not help. And unfortunately for you, there, so there's a boat that takes you to the golf course to make it convenient because driving there would take forever. So they have this little boat. And the idea was, and we hadn't really thought this through until we arrived. We're like, all right, I guess we're going to like hide. And when Francis gets on the boat, we're going to pop out and say surprise. But if he were to have missed this boat, it would have completely, <laughs> completely ruined the surprise. because and They stick to a very tight schedule. They're beholden to the docking schedule of the New York ferry terminal. Right, and they they barely are allowed to stay an extra two minutes. Yeah, it's like a train. It's like well, you miss the six fifty seven train, you miss the train. You get there mm-hmm. six fifty eight, you're fucked. So if that were to have happened, the boat wouldn't have come back for another hour, and Francis would have almost with certainty been like, "Let's just go home." Yeah, yeah. It would have, and they would have, and we're like, "Guys, we'll cross that bridge when we get there." We're all debating how to handle this, and as the the metal thing that connects to the ferry, so you can walk on it. As it's lifting, it's lifting as we're about to depart. We see Francis and Sierra kind of come around the corner. Yeah, we took an Uber and got smoked in traffic. And, uh, you know, I'm like, Sweet, sweetheart, we're, we're missing this boat. Like, let's just give up. 
you know, we need to take the Uber all the way to the golf course, which, by the way, would have made it like a $100 Uber. Oh, yeah. And another thing for me to be like, what the fuck are you so set on doing this for? Yeah. So we get out of the Uber early to jog the rest of the way. She's wearing flat sandals, which are spanking the sidewalk. (laughs) And she's ahead of me. And I'm like kind of behind and it's again, 98 degrees and we're jogging and I'm like, what am I marrying this person? Like, why are you so stubborn? And I was also watching her jog being like, I've never seen her so committed to getting anywhere in my life. And we finally got to the boat and we, I got on the boat and all the guys jumped out from behind the, you know, the seats and stuff. And surprised me and it was just like ah okay (laughs) pretty fun pretty cool um very thrilling we went over we had a nice dinner uh they kind of gently roasted me with this fun game and uh had a few uh cocker spaniels a couple negronskis oh yeah rounds of negronskis were flowing like fucking the swallows of capistrano yeah what is that is that the salmon of capistrano is what he says in the movie but it is the swallows okay okay okay. yeah (laughs) um and we uh we had a great time and then we ubered home and uh i was really appreciative it was great man it was so fun to celebrate our best pal francis and it was a really good spread you know uh whoever set it up like they had this sort of like jewish wedding pre-dinner dinner set up where there's just like stations of incredible food yeah yeah. that's as good as the dinner so Mm -hmm. i'm sitting there with uh, you know, a couple of our of your pals who are now my pals, slamming steak, grilled cheeses, and ceviche, and fucking dude, amazing! And then just a full ass dinner too. Later. That was the problem, you Paella, know. Yeah, chicken, duck, beef. They mm. went nuts. They went nuts, and it it's as if we quoted them the wrong number of people that were coming <laughs> because the appetizer spread was so big and so amazing. wonderful that everyone went nuts, and then nobody had any room for dinner. And we did not eat so much of the food that I felt bad. Right. But whatever. What, yeah. are what are you going to do? Hopefully some of that goes to the, the staff, you know? Yeah. Who are those guys who are, uh, whoever was working, I'm sure, mm-hmm. hopefully, and you got to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, what a good time. We were on the Putten Green, nice yeah. sunset, men. Yeah. Hanging. Special night. Special you know? night. And, you know, I definitely, man, I took, I took a couple naps last week mm-hmm. because having an event like that on a was it a wednesday um was it tuesday it was was no no your pizza party was tuesday which by the way dude i think that our things were scheduled for the same day at one point no way how fucking crazy that's nuts and and there was some discussion as to how it would we'd maneuver and we decided to move my thing yeah uh because it was easier to arrange it was easier to schedule mine by the way my buddy's we we once played this game at another friend of ours who was there, uh, his bachelor party, and it's it's two truths and a lie, and um, but you tell the two truths and the lie about the bachelor, the person, mm-hmm. the guest of honor, and um, it's a really fun game because then what you do is you come up with these two these three things, and then everyone around the table votes for which of the three things they think is the lie about the guy. And then you keep score um, throughout the whole, as you go around the table, and maybe everybody at the end Venmo's the winner five bucks, so they you know win some money or something like that. But um, 
it goes around and everyone guesses the lie. And then I, of course, am supposed to guess the lie. And even I had some trouble <laughs> knowing which of the three things was the lie about me. <laughs> and it also, I mean, a lot of my friends I go back with 10, 12 years, longer, whatever. And hearing some of these memories that they have, you know, memories your friends have that are imprinted or or stand out in your relationship with them was a really cool flattering but also humbling you know i i like a buddy of mine was like fran once punched me in the face and i was like oh damn i'd forgotten about that what what i yeah what happened there you know we we were really young (laughs) i think we were sophomores in college and we were in this horrible dorm room seven of us were living together and the place was just disgusting it was an absolute (laughs) disgusting pigsty and I've always been kind of a neat freak, at least comparatively. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been able to live in squalor like that. And halfway through the year, I was just like, I couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, guys, we got to clean up. This is a mess. And so we kind of, as a, you know, tried to group effort it. And I, I was just going nuts. You know, these guys, we never went to bed. Nobody ever went to bed. Everyone was just always out late and coming in, <laughs> banging around, dropping glasses, whatever. And finally, I just said, like, this is nuts. And then he was he started yelling at me and we we just like I just like ran at him. And I don't I didn't actually punch him in the face, but like I I tried to smush his face against (laughs) (laughs) like the metal grate under a bed or something like that. That was overturned. And um, it was certainly the maddest, I think, that he's ever been at me. (laughs) <laughs> and uh you know instantly we got pulled apart and nothing nobody was hurt or anything like that but uh i'd forgotten about it and uh for him to bring it up was was definitely like oh shit i'm, I'm glad <laughs> you're still my friend you know sorry yeah <laughs> so i don't know very fun it's a fun game i would suggest people play it on their bachelor yeah, or bachelorette parties um fun way to kind of gently roast and honor the the bachelor or bachelorette uh, but yeah, so I appreciate you guys for doing that. Course, that was dude. that was really cool Had and very a great fun. Time. Happy to be there. Uh, well, yeah, dude, it was a special thing, man. But you have been traveling. I have, I have been, yeah. So now, yeah, dude. To your point, last week, man. I mean, so I was in Florida that whole weekend. Then I, Monday, as you would say, I'm just kind of like shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, I now am being thrown this pizza surprise party, right? Which. I was so dehydrated after that party, a combination of <laughs> having had drank the whole weekend, eating a bunch of pizza, being in a really hot second floor situation that didn't really have air conditioning right. and drinking beers. I was dehydrated for like four straight days. After that. <laughs> yeah, then we drank more at your thing. And then Thursday, I go away for the weekend uh, and, and drinking more. So Thursday drinking Friday nights is big party, which mm-hmm. LOL Hillary and Hilaria and Alec Baldwin just having the longest talk. What the fuck? Separately. What are just you like, talking about? Just hitting it off, dude. It was so funny. Where was this? At this party. They're at this party. They live next door to the people whose who's, uh, party we were at. And they came over and, you know, Alec comes, sits down at our end of the table being like, I've been around too many old people. And That's just how he talks. <laughs> That's pretty good Baldwin there. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, very too many bald, uh, old people. And Hillary just they're just they're hitting it off. And Hillary's like, you know, I was really impressed by him. Like he I, he reminded me of like a parent that I grew up with, who's very inquisitive, 
asking about the quote mm. kids. Mm. Da, da, da. So just seeing Hildar just working the high profile people at the party. That's I was like, this cool. is great, dude. That's love cool. Wow. Um, so I do that. I get back. I drive back to the city. I had borrowed my friend's car. I had to drive the car to his parents' house, Long Island. I Uber back. I wake up. I go to Boston. It's just been like a fucking clusterfuck. It's dude. It's unavoidable. Uh, the summer is wild. Just it, it. It's like trying to evacuate <laughs> all summer. It's just you're trying to evacuate a, a, a war zone. It's crazy. I don't. I don't like it. And especially my wedding is now just about a month yeah, away. You can smell it. And, you know, Sierra and I are talking a lot about like, let's, let's tighten it up. Let's not, uh, not, you know, eat pizza. Let's like try to look our best and treat our bodies right for the last month or, and we, we kind of said that for the last two months and then that all went out the window and I don't know how to properly prepare for my wedding. If that is our goal, I'm not like worried about it. I don't have wait till lose. I don't really care, but like, I don't. I don't know how to actually commit to that short of just resigning from hanging out with people. Totally. And dude, this is the thing too that I've noticed like rest and sort of stamina are things, it's a thing that there's kind of like an aggregate. So like if you have are well rested for a week, it will like allow you, just like one big night of rest isn't going to do it. No. And especially because you have a wedding and then you're going on a proper adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm, I'm I'm afraid of our honeymoon. I'm afraid of it. I'm I'm very excited about it. But we we had this noble romantic idea of of going on the honeymoon the day after the wedding, as one used to do, and that is so daunting. Now. Uh, dude, it it is a, it's a proper fucking adventure of a lifetime. It's gonna be spectacular. But it, it would be nice to be rested for. We're it. gonna be at our wedding, dancing, throwing drinks back, being hoisted aloft. And I'm going to have the thought, I'm going to be on a plane to Africa tomorrow. I need to take my malaria like, pills. I need to fucking go home. <laughs> I need to I need to get some rest. Yeah. Um, and yeah, seriously, though, it's my point. It's like, I don't know how to avoid pizza or chicken fingers mm. or, or nachos as an emergency meal because that's all that's available based on where we are. Right. I do not know how to avoid that. Short of just telling people, nope, I'm sorry, I can't hang out. Mm-hmm. I can't come to your thing. I can't be there for this weekend. We have a wedding in a month and we are locking it down. Mm-hmm. And then there's the whole COVID consideration. Yeah. You know, guess, it's yeah. like for the last. That's true. For the last week before the wedding. I mean, the last time that I could get diagnosed with COVID is like, what, seven days before the wedding? Six days, what, 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 you know, six days before it'll be properly out of my system. And well, here's my question Do you need COVID tests for where you're going? Probably, right? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I also, I don't want to, I don't want to show up at our wedding with COVID either. I, I yeah, just at, at, at the very least, because it would suck for you. Yeah, kissing I, yeah. Sierra through a runny nose. Yeah, right. Exactly. I now pronounce you man and wife. <laughs> You could get the, I mean, have you gotten boosted and shit? Like th- this could be a good time to do it. You'd be like peak, not able to get it probably for a couple months or something. I want COVID right now. Oh, right. right is right, what right, I right, want. Right, 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 right. I want it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want it right now. I want someone to give it to me and it's everywhere again. So yeah. I suspect I'll get it. 
But what would really bum me out is to get it, you know, four days before. Oh, yeah, that would be terrible. That'd be a nightmare. Um, well, let's hope not. Knock yeah. on wood. Knock on wood. Yep. Um, well, dude, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't mean, well, well, okay. As far as from a nutritional standpoint, I mean, how, how much damage could you possibly do between now and then? I mean, you're pretty judicious and I, good about it. I, well, but I, I, I'm judicious when I have control and I don't really have control right now mm-hmm. because we're just constantly on the road fending our, for ourselves. We're in transit all the time. Right. We're, you know, it makes it hard. Just, just survive. We're foraging. <laughs> you know in these weird summer places that yeah, people right. end up Taking eating food get. from like truck stops on you the have highway. stuff going on between now and then we have some one-nighters which are going to be fine but we have you know we're going out to montauk to see some friends out there for the weekend and that's just gonna be right binge city yeah there's no other speed yeah you know yeah. um and so we're doing that and then we have a couple of weekends at home fortunately and then and then it's wedding time nice 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 so yeah man i don't know i i i guess i'm just at peace with however i'm gonna look for my wedding i don't care you do look amazing i i, I look fine you i appreciate look, it you look amazing. I, it was fun when we were on the creatine yeah that was fun and then i stopped that and i just melted away and now i'm back to you know a fine baseline it is what it is I just accept it. Yeah. So, so from an outside perspective, you just don't look melty. You look, <laughs> you look, uh, you know, you look together. You do not look melted, yeah. and you do still look quite muscular. And I don't think that you will look puny at a, by any stretch. I don't want to look puny. I'm saying I'm. I, I'm. I know. I'm assuring you. you I. Won't. I really don't, and I don't know if that means uh, starting to really throw the weights around. You know, three, four days a week between now and then. Yeah, get a couple of good pumps in. If I had a if I had a proper month of four days a week of lifting weights, uh, I'd be right at my Dude, you peak ha- you have of it. my powers. You have that. I just the Do days it. the days just get away from me. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. summer, yeah. Plus, it's so hot. You don't really want to work out. I don't know. Yeah, totally. I'll say this, man. I love it. I love the lifestyle. Ultimately, I don't like drinking all the time, but I love that. I don't have time to do anything because of how many things I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an interesting it's a good feeling. Too. It is a I'm good doing feeling. so much that I can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful feeling. And I'm sure that my younger self would have looked upon my current self and been ex- looking and would look, have been looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, which is a nice thing. Um, good. Dude, I had a, so I had a, a trip with Hill Dog. So if any of you guys out there are, you know, one of you has a wedding you got to go to or you have some kind of obligatory trip coming up. My recommendation is to turn it into a vacation. Huh. Extend on either end and make it into a thing. And I know that that (laughs) this is not groundbreaking when it comes to like a Euro trip or something. I know that with this wedding that we went to in Italy, pretty much everybody at the wedding had turned it into some kind of trip, Mm. which another shout out to the Amex Platinum dude gets you in fast track at every airport in Italy, which is like the pre-check equivalent for free. And the thing that's annoying about credit card shit, you really got to do your due diligence because- if every single person were to utilize every single perk, it wouldn't, it, the model might not work. Yeah, they might shut it down. So you got to kind of dig. And I suspected that perhaps the card would get us through the thing, but it didn't say it anywhere. It wasn't like Amex Platinum. And I had, to, I go and I was like, I think we can go on that line. And I go to the guy, he goes, no, 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 no. And I was like, well, what if, what about credit cards? He goes, oh, well, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. Wow. So look, if you have that card, check it out before you travel internationally, you might be able to get through airport security faster. 
That's so interesting. Yeah. When we were in Scotland, we had there was no fast track opportunity whatsoever. Mm. Is this, what's the airport like? Felt like I was getting on Noah's Ark. <laughs> just every species of fucking animal and mammal just treated equally. Come on in. One line. One speed. That's all you're going to get. That's funny. You know what's funny about that? About Scotland? There was a Scottish guy at the wedding. And I accidentally may have sort of cheekily insulted him. He was talking about Scotland. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I heard that he said something about the food not being great. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard that there, you guys don't really have good food there. And the guy sort of jokingly back was like, yeah, yeah, it's second only. Like our health is kind of second only to you guys. Wow. And I was like, oh, man, I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't mean to go there, dude. And then for the rest of the weekend, I wanted to show him that I wanted to be his best friend. Oh. So as to squash any tension that may have existed based on that uh, on that. On that exchange, it sounds to me like he was a, just playfully riffing back with right. you, no? being like a person from the UK, and kind of like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hadn't meant to in, to begin that sort of thing. No, of course, but it, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was fine. Yeah. Um. Well, dude. Anyway, so I had this. So this is what ends up happening. Hillary was in with her work. She was in France, and then she went to meet her sister, who's working in Portugal right now. And the plan was, I was going to go meet her there, right? And I was sort of scouring the internet every day to try to find a good deal on a flight because they were super expensive. Mm. Nothing under $1,000. And even with a connection, it was $1,000. Directs were like $1,500. So I was like, I'm just going to check this every single day. And eventually I find a flight for like $300. Did you talk about this already? Me, I did. I and so. So, so I did, but I haven't talked about taking the flight. No problem. Okay. So Please thank continue. You for, thank you. I'm sorry for no, 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 it's catching okay. that. We're, yeah. pr we're pretty good about not repeating. But okay, th there's, there's progression. So this is almost like you're talking about, There's you know, the punchline, but it's a new joke. So, yeah, yeah. um, okay. So 300 something dollars. Awesome. But it's on sort of like a, an airline. No one's ever heard of which one it's called SATA. <laughs> How do you spell that? S A T A. It's some sort of acronym. Uh, so having something to do with the A with the Azores. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yep. islands, uh, in the, in the Atlantic ocean. Anyway, so I was telling some of my friends about this. They're like, oh my God, are you serious? You're going to fly on that plane? I'm like, guys, the planes all come from the same fucking company. Right. Two companies make all the planes. It's the same plane. So anyway, I'm all like doing this. What happens? I get delayed like nine hours. <laughs> 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 my flight's departing at three o'clock in the morning from JFK. Oh. From Terminal 1. No. Complete nightmare all around. Uh, fortunately, the Korean Air Business Lounge was open late and had some delicious bibimbap as I sat and waited for mm. my flights. <laughs> but dude, relaying the information to Hillary that my flight was delayed, she immediately, like, it was as if she placed the blame on me. She was behaving as if I called Sata. I was like, hey guys, listen, I'm running late. <laughs> Can you push the flight seven hours for me? Yeah. Um, you know, I really, and they're like, sure, Mr. Gallerati, no problem. Huh. Uh, so anyway, super delayed, which just like started to make her, maybe both of us stressed because, you know, we've been hearing about people's flights getting canceled and bags getting lost and all this bullshit and I have a connection. But, so I missed my connection because of this. Damn. But it's okay. They put me on a later flight. So I just, we missed the day, some of the day, but I got there in time for dinner. Um, but I got to spend a wonderful day in the Azores Islands, Azores, Azores. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. Uh, but dude, what a cool thing. So you, you were there and had missed your connection and therefore had a much later flight and you left the airport. Yes. I got a taxi and I got his card cause there were no Ubers. 
I went to, I found like a very notable landmark and went there, hung out for two hours, walked around with my suitcase, sat uh, along the cliffs, watched the water come in and then called the taxi. He came back and it was the same guy. And he, it was, he was trying to do small talk. No, like doesn't speak English at all and kept asking me these things. He goes, car, you gas, gas, diesel. Oh, gas. Ah, diesel. You're okay. He goes, Boston. I was like, yeah, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Yeah. yeah Boston. Yeah. He goes, oh, Boston, Logan, uh, flight. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. That's there too. <laughs> he loved it. He was showing me stuff. I was like, I love this enthusiasm. Why don't this- you download the uh, Google Translate app? So I did. And I used it when I was uh, WhatsApping him to come get me. But still, sometimes like in uh, on the fly, it's sort of just like, it's not worth it. I have a lot of fun with that. It's awesome. It's a great app, man. I did it when we were in, um, gosh, where did we go? It translates images too. I think we went to Puerto Rico and the guy that picked us up, we was for a friend's wedding and the guy who, you know, we took the car with a bunch of us and he didn't speak a word of English. So I downloaded the Google Translate app and I was asking very complicated questions in Spanish. Oh, dude, like, it's incredible. over the top, ridiculously esoteric questions. <laughs> To almost at where the rest of the car was at the mercy of having to hear me be like, who is the 16th president? And explain the uh, sovereignty of Puerto Rico as compared to its territoriality in the United States. And then like, good luck, Google Translate. And like putting it up and listening to the Spanish thing clunkily try to like make that work. That's so and then bad. the driver being like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. That's so funny. So I find it the most useful when you're at a restaurant and you have time to prepare what you have to say. Nice. So you you type it. Now you have it. When they come back, all of a sudden you're asking them for complicated things. And whoever you're with will just be like super impressed. Uh uh When you haven't really done much except plan slightly. Now, Um, let me just point something out here. You might be one of one in the world when it comes to the type of person who would what what you did there where you left the airport because how many hours was it between you landing and your connecting flight it was enough i have a rule about this if you're going to do anything anything at all you need at least three and a half hours that i had more than that dude if someone i'm telling you i don't know a single person who lands in a foreign country (laughs) and has four hours until their next flight and is like i'm going to with my suitcase (laughs) i'm going to go out into the world and then come back to the airport check back in to get on this flight it's that worth it for me there's nobody i know that would do that well uh, i wouldn't do it my thought process being that you know the azores and i i'm sorry that i keep saying it while i don't know how to pronounce it and i hope there are no portuguese people losing their mind hearing me say it but i'm like when the fuck am i going to be here again dude it's you're in the, I remember sending you a screenshot of my of my location. I think I sent it to all you guys. I was just in the middle of the ocean. Oh, yeah, it appears yeah. that I'm just, just sitting in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. It's pretty cool. So I just thought, you know, I'm never going to be there again. It's a travel century club destination also. So there's a little bit of incentive. Uh, and I figured, you know, let's go check it out. But I think I had actually six hours. Maybe It was a long The image of you just sitting on the cliffs with a fucking rolling <laughs> duffel bag. <laughs> Pensively looking out at the sea. 
I mean, I can't even fathom it. I, I'm trying to think of how many hours I would need for me to be like, well, I cannot spend this much time in the airport. Oh, and I, I need think, to go do something. Right I think right. it's, I think it's 12. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to go get a hotel room for the day and I'm going to be comfortable and sleep and then go get lunch or something. Right. Well, dude, it very much matters what air airport you're at. Cause you know, you're not going to do that at Charles de Gaulle. No. Or like an airport that's just like sprawling and difficult. True. Uh, you know, you need much more time there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is a sort of, you know, island destination. It's a small airport. It's not going to be a big deal, you know. So obviously right. that's taken into account. Uh, and I've done I've done uh, uh, ambitious ones before, um, but this was not. This this There was enough time where if something went wrong, I'd be able to figure it out. And I kind of thought through all that so it ended up working out Dude, you're looking real sharp in that rule of threads tea baby do this tea sick right? that's my favorite color that they make it's a nice one yeah, yeah it's sort of like a light blue this is, i think this is the curve crew t-shirt yeah they basically have every style of t-shirt which is pretty dope they have like a henley tee also mm -hmm. which has an and it has a really nice crisp sort of three button situation yeah uh that i really like because it, you can really mold it nicely yeah like the top button will fold it doesn't just kind of like flap over sadly right it folds in a it's Very, some, something I battle with all the time with Henleys is, you know, how, how the collar kind of situation is supposed to spread or the, the buttons are supposed to spread and how they're supposed to fall. And, and the rule of threads, Henley, the opening at the neck falls exactly the way that you want to. Dude, super swag and super chill. And honestly, like, like you just show up wearing a rule of threads tee and you're just like showing off the goods, dude. Mm. Really accentuates the pipes. Yeah, keeps every it also but like confines things that you are not proud of as well. It just right. kind of like gives you a nice boost, baby. Tight, nice and tight, sleek nice, like a dolphin. Tight boost, and don't forget the joggers. Do not sleep in the joggers. Don't Do, sleep. Don't do, sleep on them. Don't sleep on them, but sleep in them. That's right. That's how comfortable so Go they ahead are. and sleep in those joggers, baby. <laughs> we love Roll of Threads. We swear by it. We live in it ourselves. It's it's the official outfit of Oops Podcast. And International Guys Day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Clean, premium, menswear basics. Go to ruleofthreads.com and use promo code OOPS, 15% off. That's ruleofthreads.com, promo code OOPS, 15% off. Don't delay. Look okay. <laughs> So eventually you did get down to Italy. Yeah. So first we were, we were in Portugal and I thought that the trip was really well balanced. So the first leg of there was three legs of this trip. Leg number one, staying in Portugal with Hillary's sister at her apartment. That's nice. So it was really fun. And there was, there was like a little loft. We had a little bed, a really nice apartment on a really nice, small, tiny street. Portugal, we were saying, or not Portugal, Lisbon specifically is kind of like European San Francisco. Cool. Hilly, beautiful. Once the hill, you're at the bottom of the hills, there's water, all this nice stuff. And we traveled around uh, the country too. I we we tried to go to this place, Sintra. I don't know if you've heard of it. I had not heard of it previously. I don't know much about Portugal. Um, and there's all these like famous castles there. And I completely botched the planning of the trip. We rented a car, and there was nowhere to park, and we kept missing the turns. And we had a reservation at this place, Comporta, in the afternoon, which is like a Hamptons kind of mm -hmm. went to a beach club, had this nice afternoon and we just didn't have time to sightsee in Sintra. And I was like devastated that I had fucked up the logistics so poorly. Ooh. <laughs> and I was kind of like sad. Yeah. I was just sort of not grumpy, not mad, but I was just Hillary could see I was sad. Mm -hmm. I was like a boy who had, they put him into pitch 
and he was excited to pitch, and he immediately gave up the game, home losing run. home run. Yeah. <laughs> and he put his glove over his face and wept as he walked to the car. I think that actually happened to me once, uh, but it reminded me. <laughs> it reminded me of that. Uh, and then we kind of, you know, we did some exploring. We found some like really cool cliff walks. Go walking down to the beach that was hard to find. You know that mm-hmm. whole thing, mm-hmm. super fun. Um, so had a really nice time. Ate great food. Just ch- good chilling. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Good hanging. Then we went to Monte Carlo. Right. Um, and we flew there. Easy, easy trip. You flew to Nice, I'm assuming? Yeah. yeah. To Nice, take the Uber. It's pretty easy. And in Monte Carlo, we were like, all right, we're going to fucking let her rip. We stayed at a sick hotel. Uh, that can get really expensive. Yeah. We somehow got an amazing rate. I don't know how I did that because we were looking at how much the nights were, and it was like five times how much we had gotten the rate for. Wow. Um, so I, mean, I guess the day that I was looking, we got lucky. But dude, it was yeah, it was like fifty dollars for a club sandwich in the pool. It's crazy. Fifty dollars, thirty-one dollar Negroni. Get out <laughs> of my face! <laughs> and I dressed. I didn't go as over the top as I had said I would because I didn't want to ruin the trip. <laughs> <laughs> ruin the trip. That makes the trip. But dude, I did buy an assortment of white polo shirts good can't remember the last time i wore a polo shirt made of towel i was rock yeah i had one of those too i had a towel one i had a sort of knit like classic one uh-huh. i had a cotton one i bought a bunch of like collared short sleeve shirts nice and i was wearing my big euro, euro sunglasses my euro bag sunglasses oh so as to yeah. fit in with the toxic clientele oh yeah i saw some of the most outrageous things happen with uh people staying at this hotel okay we're in the elevator we're in the elevator with a guy who's wearing big sunglasses. Somebody gets on on the second floor going to the first floor. It was like an older person, too. When they got in the elevator, he goes, oh, could you? out loud. Like, just walk the one floor down? Is no, that it was like, I can't believe the elevator's stopping. I can't, behaving as if this was his own private elevator. Oh. It was so Un- it was so outrageously <laughs> unbelievable behavior. Dude, then at one point... Well, no, wait, hold on. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sometimes <laughs> when I'm on an elevator, right? If I get in an elevator at the first floor, and especially in hotels where there is a very open staircase, not a fire escape type staircase, <laughs> but a very open, marble, broad, beautiful totally. staircase from the lobby to the second floor... If someone gets on that elevator with me and hits two, I hate that person. I don't listen. I, I don't, hate them. I agree with you, and especially in I like, dude, hundred percent agree. But like this, this was not that. I'm okay. on board with you. The other thing I'll do is if I get in and it's a packed elevator, and we hit someone hits two, and then someone hits three, and then someone hits five, and someone hits seven, and I'm going to like ten or twelve. I do this. I say this now. As a, as a, just, just to ruin everyone's day, I go, guess we're taking the local. (laughs) (laughs) Guess we're taking the local. I bet that gets a couple chuckles. Oh, it does and it doesn't. It does and it doesn't. It's not supposed to be said by someone without children. It's not supposed to be said by a young man who isn't a father. And... I once I once heard a dad say it and I did get chuckles and I was like, God, I hate that. That will never exit my brain. 
That's going to live as a tumor in my brain from now until the day that I die. And the only way for me to be at peace with it is to co-opt it and make it my own. And to just start saying it out of spite. The torch has been passed to me. It is now my duty to ruin as many days and lives as I can with that joke myself. Dude, that's so that's great. what I do. You're paying it forward. Yeah. I'm, You're I'm, paying I'm, it backward. I'm punishing it forward. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's very funny, man. Okay, um, didn't mean yeah, to interrupt. No, no, Keep you going. didn't. You didn't. Yeah. Thank you. That, that's exactly how this should, that conversation should have gone. <laughs> Seriously, a story with a little silly thing yeah. mixed with some personal, uh, you know, stuff to add to it. Uh-huh. Excellent. So we're at the pool, and it was really fucking hot. And we had asked if they could move an umbrella over to us. And you know how those pool umbrellas are at those places? They're heavy as fuck. They're sure. like concrete at the base of them. So this poor woman is carrying the thing. And she sort of carried it kind of a far distance, and she put it down to take a break. It was so heavy. She was so close to having it arrive in the final destination. (laughs) But in putting it down, the closed umbrella, part of the shade, happened to go over this girl who was sitting there sunbathing. And she looks up at her, and she goes, are you serious? Why would you put that there? Oof. Dude, it was brutal. Oh, my God. I know. I was like, oh, my God, dude. What is going on here? This is, like, insane. That's stupid, bitch. Um, I know. Seriously. Um, <laughs> seriously, dude. But, but, no, but besides that, like, everything, like, we had some really memorable meals that were, like, beautiful. And, and the scenery there is, is amazing. I know you've spent a bunch of time in, like, the south of France and that whole area or whatever. But, like, the sort of, like, mountains overlooking the water, I was pretty yeah. impressed by it. I didn't think I was going to be so impressed. I found it to be like pretty breathtaking. Even just taking that local train along the cliff um, from from where you were, Monaco. Yeah, if you were to go to the town where I spent a whole semester, Monton, which is fifteen minutes. Which which direction? East. It's the last town on the Italian border. Dude, I took the I took the ride. I went. I drove by it. It was beautiful. You drive or you take the train? No, I'll, I'll explain at the next leg of this story. Um, but well, I guess we might as well go there now while we're yeah. here, right? We're traveling. Okay, we're so traveling. from Monte Carlo, we had to get to a wedding kind of like... An, uh, really quick. Yeah. Isn't the Monte Carlo the resort or the, the casino hotel in Monaco? Yeah. Or is it a town within Monaco? I, be- I, I believe Monte Carlo is within Monaco. It's a It's a neighborhood or a town? Something like that. Because, because it's there so is, small. There is the Monte Carlo, which is that famous hotel casino with all the crazy cars parked yes, out in front. Yes, which we went to. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Hold yeah. on. T. Ryan up. He's got the answer. All right. This one's timely. So the hotel is in Monaco. Yeah. The Monte Carlo Hotel okay. is in Monaco. But, 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 but Monte Carlo is within Monaco. Is there a town or a neighborhood called Monte Carlo? Or whatever. Or he, should Julio not be saying we went to Monte Carlo, and should he only be saying we went to the Monte Carlo? It's also a town. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay there cool. you go. Okay. So, the casino. Um, it's funny. We went, but we actually initially went to the wrong casino. Oh. So we walked into this casino that was kind of shitty. We're like, this isn't that sick. Lose a hundred dollars playing blackjack immediately. Yeah. Walk outside and realize that the real casino is right there. So they get you. And then went there and lost another hundred dollars immediately as well. Yeah. Um, we hate, you hate to see it. Hate to see, but it, it was sick, and I did feel a little bit like, uh, you know, Daniel Craig in that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it was pretty. It was pretty fancy. And fun. You just have to write that off as an entrance fee to see a, a very famous site of the world. I, agreed. Hundred dollars no, to, to sit at that blackjack table. It's absolutely. It's an entrance. Fee. So this is what actually this is what happened. I got a hundred dollars for us, and I I put some chips with Hillary. Put some chips with myself. I start winning. She starts losing. Every time I win, I throw twenty five bucks to her. Yeah. 
I win again. She loses 25 bucks back over. I win. She loses. Same thing keeps happening until we both have lost. You know what you need to have done. She needs to be sitting at the table and you need to be playing over her shoulder. You need to play one hand together and she needs to be sitting at the table. Oh, that is fun. Actually. That's the only That's way that you can win. That's the only way to do that. That's the only way you That's can really win. That's really smart. You need to have the woman moving the chips in, but you're coaching. That's smart. So, you know, maybe she doesn't know like the ins and outs of blackjack, but you're the one who's like, okay, we're going to double now. That's actually put really another, smart. put 25 more chips here. That's what we should have done. Yeah. Well, anyway, we lost all the money and <laughs> she, then, she then goes, I just lost all your money. I'm like, no, you didn't. This was a team endeavor. Uh-huh. We're only as good as our weakest man. Yeah. Who happened <laughs> to be you. you today. Good for you. I was yeah. like, it's okay. What do you mean? I was like, I, it was a pleasure. Yeah. And she goes, no, we need to. So then we, re- when we realized we were at the wrong casino, like morons, we go to the new casino and she then took, she insisted on taking money out and then we lost it. Oh God. But dude, the, the Negroni I ordered at that bar, bro, the woman was mixing it and she was doing this thing where she was, she was extending the pour with oh. it between two cups on an angle, like a deck of cards after you've shuffled them and they go, whoosh. she was doing that with the drink, dude. That's cool. And we were like, whoa, this is sick. And she was like, thank you for being an audience for me. It's nice to have an audience. <laughs> I don't know what her accent was, but it wasn't French. Gee, Yo. we got an awesome invite from our friends over at Brooklyn Roasting Company. What happened? They want us to come into the plant. Really? And do a tasting of the different coffees with the founder. Oh my God, are you serious? Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. So we got to schedule that. I, I'm telling you this right now, but oh my God. That's, this is true. This oh my is really God. happening. Oh my God, dude. I'm excited as hell. They're based out of the Brooklyn Navy Yard right down the street from here. Brooklyn Roasting Company, some of the best coffee I've ever had. And I, I'm a coffee snob. You are. I truly am. Uh, and I, it's the it is the only coffee that we have had in our apartment, and we own, we don't go to coffee stores anymore since we were introduced to them a couple of years ago. At this point, bro, it's so good. Um, and even for a guy like me who doesn't know as much about coffee, I can really appreciate the taste, mm-hmm. and it just tastes fresh. You know, what I balanced, mean? crisp, light, really delicious. Floral notes, chocolatey, all the good stuff from the hills of Sumatra and Ethiopia. That's the Oops Beans blend. Oh, yeah. And we sure as hell love it. We hope you guys do too. We've got our own signature coffee from Brooklyn Roasting Company, the renowned and highly touted <laughs> top of the list uh, artisanal coffee maker. Go to brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code OOPSBEANS. You're going to get 5% off all those tins you buy of our Oops blend and try some of the others too. Yes. The Mocha Java, the BQE Espresso is a favorite. Uh, that's right. Uh, OOPSBEANS is the promo code brooklynroasting.com. Enjoy it and let us know how you like it. Uh, and dude, so then, yeah, we lose, whatever, all good. So we now need to get to this wedding in Italy that's in sort of a random location. So it's between kind of like Torino and Milan and right smack in the middle. There's no flights from Nice to get to Torino and flying to Milan, you fly an hour and a half in the wrong direction mm-hmm. and then have to go back. Plus all the flights are getting canceled. So we're like, how are we going to get there? So we, we came up with a couple of ideas. First idea is we'll rent a car in Monaco and we'll drive it. It was so expensive. It was like $1,600 for two days. Oh my God. But renting a car in Italy was only like $200. So we're like, I guess we could just do that. But getting there is still going to be a bitch. So how are we going to do this? Um, so we're like, maybe we'll rent a, we'll get a car service to drive us to the place, the place over the border where we, we will then rent a car. And that was like too expensive too. It was like $600. We're like, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck that. We're just going to take a bunch of trains. 
and hope he can work it out. Hillary thinks that I, she, this doesn't give her anxiety, but it gives me anxiety. And she thinks that I, that I maybe, uh, I don't need to have the anxiety, which is soothing to hear someone say that. But she says <laughs> she, she gets surprised at how intimidated I get by trains. Really? I find there to be a learning curve with trains. Mm -hmm. Every train station is different. The ticket machines can be temperamental. Yep. There's no change. The ticket doesn't come out. It's not in the right language. You don't know where to find it. You're, you're, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, your track gets changed, and you're carrying your fucking bags. I'm like, yeah. this all sucks to me. Right. So the, we had to switch trains uh, twice. And that, no, you three times. You probably went times. to Vonti, uh, Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. Yep. Right exactly. across the border and then changed there for somewhere else. And I saw exactly where you spent your time. Yes, and it was Monson, you went gorgeous. through that town. Yeah. Breathtaking. Yeah, it's really nice. And as we were driving along, we're like, wow, look at all of these incredible places. All of them would probably be the sickest destination. All of those little towns between Monaco, even really from Nice all the way to the Italian border. Uh, there's one called like Rock Brune. Yeah. Then there's Villefranche sur Mer. And then there's like all these little ones, um, cap something, and they're all amazing. They're all amazing. Sick. And then I think Monton, the town that there's a little town that I like did my semester abroad at, uh, I think they have the second, the number two restaurant in the world. Really? They just did the 50 best. And it's on there. Holy it, shit. I think it's two, number two. Wow. What's number one? Uh, a, a, a restaurant in Copenhagen one again, but oh. it's not Noma. Wow. I think, I don't think it's Noma. Will you look that up, Ryan? Uh, I, I think, because Noma's won it a few times, yeah. but it's not Noma this time. It's uh, some other new restaurant in in Copenhagen. No, it's World's 50 Best, which is the most prestigious one that people really seem to care about. Um, Interesting. We'll find that out. Uh, and then Spain had two in the top five. Spain had four and five. And then the best in New York, uh, fuck, I can't remember, but like Atomics was up there, that Korean oh, place that's supposed to be incredible. Interesting. Anyway, sorry, keep going. No, no, it's okay. I believe it. Um, that's sick. But yeah, so three train transfers. One was like, you know, you, you're switching train carriers. So we're going from one train company to another one. Oh, shit. Which, you know, and carrying Hillary uh, was in Europe forever. So she had this big suitcase. That's I, so we're carrying a bunch of stuff. We're all carrying a bunch of shit. So that sucks. Whatever. All good. We make we manage that. Then it's like a switch across the track transfer. But of course, the track switched. Hard to figure it out because mm -hmm. the train websites mm -hmm. aren't as like. So it's this whole thing. Finally, we we arrive in our destination. But from there, we have to take a taxi to get to the car rental place. So it's like this planes, trains, automobiles situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we finally we get in a taxi. I had downloaded an app. I was ready to go, and then suddenly my service goes out, and then it became this whole thing. We hail a cab. It's all good, dude. In the middle, as we're driving the cab, there's a car just stopped in the middle of the street in front of us, and, and there's no light. It's just stopped. Our taxi driver does what anybody would do: honks. The guy in the car gets out of the car. Oh my god! Walks up to the car, starts banging on the window. Hillary's looking at her phone when that happens. So it was like especially startling for her. But I saw him coming, so I, while I was a little like, oh, this isn't good, rolls down the window, guy starts fucking chewing this guy out. Your driver? No. The dri the, your driver chews that guy no, out? No, our driver's being chewed out by the guy who was stopped in the middle of the road. What? Who looked like a sort of bad dude. You oh. Know? He was wearing, but in like a European way. Mm -hmm. He was wearing like long shorts. It was like silly, yeah. but you could tell that this guy was considered a tough long guy. Long shorts or short pants? Who knows? <laughs> long shorts. <laughs> 
No, long Who can say? long shorts and a little shirt, mm-hmm. like a little polo that had big things on it. It may have had a Ferrari logo or something. Oh yeah, or the big horse. I know exactly. You know, the what big polo sunglasses that are two different shades, and they were big. Yeah, big ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it almost yeah. yeah nailed it. So what I gathered he was saying to the guy was something along the lines of you should be careful who you honk at. Uh-huh. Which it was completely justified for him to honk at him. Right. But then like the most stereotypical moment happens directly after that because there's this little boy sitting on the side of the road and as the window is being rolled up by our cab driver, the whole thing's concluded. The guy takes a huge puff of his vape, blows a huge cloud of smoke and as the dust from the cloud settles, he looks at the kid and like gives him a peace sign and the little kid was like, whoa. <laughs> And I just picture like that Goodfellas scene where like all of a sudden it pauses and you hear that kid's voice as an adult and he's like, at that moment I knew I wanted to be a made man. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, it was awesome, man. Dude, it was fucking amazing. It was fucking amazing. Oh, wow. (laughs) We finally get to the rental place and it looks like a deserted like fucking scrapyard uh-huh. there's guys working on cars there's no one at the rental place and then they tell us they, they're not coming back for an hour they're like taking their little afternoon break oh, God. so now we're just sitting on the ground and <laughs> hillary was joking she's like it's like we're in the simple life or something we're like where are we okay, yeah. like, are you serious like <laughs> and then we finally get the car and we drive two hours and we get to the wedding so that was like it was a whole ordeal but it was sort of the only way and it was a fun Ooh, adventure to conquer God, that story is giving me anxiety (laughs) i mean man it's so hard to avoid those things it's almost like no matter how much you plan in europe it's just if you're bouncing from country to country you're gonna encounter stuff like that yeah it's tough and it and all those days i I don't miss them i know man i know so gee we did have slightly benderish week again last week oh yeah a lot of pizza a lot of cheese a lot of beer a lot of negroni (laughs) all of it and i can't tell you how much i was craving and looking forward to waking up this week on monday morning with a nice big athletic greens oh yeah frothy clean first thing to hit my gut set me on the right track it's the you know sort of summoning of good intentions uh for the week dude it's the best what a great healthy habit it's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy free gluten free contains less than one gram of sugar no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting amazing. Mm. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery. I know that's good for you. It's certainly yeah. good for me too. It's good for everybody. It also supports mental clarity and alertness. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. It's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Uh, Athletic Greens has also received over 7,000 five-star reviews. So clearly something's going right over there. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. But the wedding was lovely. We had a sick car, actually, which is cool. Bro, we almost missed the wedding ceremony. So we're staying at this villa, like classic sort of like what you picture a sick Italian wedding to be like, you know, Tuscan. It wasn't in Tuscany, but it's like the same sort of type of thing. You yeah. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. um, so when there's a bus taking us to the church for the wedding and 
it, we're in Italy and it's kind of hard to figure out what the address of the church is. And I said to my dad, I'm like, why don't they have addresses to the church? He goes, Julio, because it's the church. Mm. You where's the church? It's the church. It's the only church. That's You're cool. not going to another church. So when you ask somebody there, where's the church? They go, hey, the church. Mm. <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, whatever. So anyway, we, I don't want to get on this fucking bus. Really quick. Sorry. Does that mean that, you know, religion in that town is just one choice? Is it so Catholic that when they say that there's no, like, Episcopalian or, you know, like, if you, if you were in a town in America right. to the church, well, it could be one of four or five different Southern Baptists, Methodists, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I don't think it's like... Every single person is so Catholic, but yes, it's like the prevailing religion for sure. Right. Okay. You know, like the Vatican's there, obviously, yep, yep, all that yep. shit. No, and I'm not like, but yeah, like you, I, I can't recall ever seeing like a Protestant. Or There's a not a church. plurality of religion. I'm sure it exists, but I just have never seen it. I see. It's un- right. uncommon, I would say. So I don't want to get on this fucking bus, dude. It's in Europe. I know for a fact the air conditioning isn't going to be on. <laughs> it's so hot. I'm like, no, we're going to, we're going to drive. So she's like, okay, whatever, um, all good. And I see Hillary be like, are we sure this is a good idea? She was right to have that instinct. She's like, do we know where it is? I'm like, no, but we'll just follow whoever drives first. Mm-hmm. So I see a car leave. We follow that car, driving, driving, driving. All of a sudden, we get out and we don't see anybody. And the wedding is starting at like four on the fucking nose. Oh boy! And we ask them, we're like, hey, we're like, and we realize we're in the wrong place. We don't really have service. We can't find the address of the church. We don't know what we're going to do. We're about to miss the wedding. What a battle. I know. So we kind of just start driving back in the other direction. Hill Dog calls up, uh, calls up the hotel who just wouldn't, they refused to give us the address of the church. We're like, what's the address of the church? They're like, take it to boss. I'm like, no, what? <laughs> the boss. Like they, with an attitude. We're like, no, no, we don't want to take the bus. No, the bus. Okay, fine. Whatever. Bus. Yes. And then just like go figure it out ourselves. We finally get them to give us the address. Somehow we get just enough service. And the guys, but the other people were following us. And when we figured it out, finally, we reached our hand out the window and did a thumbs up. And then we ended up barely making it in time. But the guy in the car behind us was like, dude, when I saw that thumbs up, that was one of the best moments of my summer. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I knew that we were in good hands and that wow. you guys had saved the day. I'm surprised he hadn't lost faith, faith at that point. <laughs> Because you were leading him the whole time, right? Dude, yeah. Well, initially he was leading us, but he didn't know he was leading oh, us. Uh-oh. So he apologized. And we're like, dude, you didn't agree to this. Like, we just chose to follow you. Yeah, sure. We didn't say we're following you. Sure. Uh, so we made it. Lovely wedding. Uh, Ali and Kevin. Uh, you know, great couple. Great wedding. Uh, he's German. It was like a... And has a bunch of friends in Europe. So it was like a nice sort of multicultural affair. Cool. Is this um, Hill Dog's friend or your friend? Hill Dog's f- friend from work. Okay, got it. And... Uh, and yeah, so I think this I think this guy used to work at Goldman Sachs and like so it was like a big like contingent of like Goldman Sachs dudes at this wedding. Yeah. It's almost like a fraternity. Like yeah. they've like been th- I guess you just like work fucking 80 hours a week. You like in you, banking. Yeah. Right? It's like being it's like being at boarding school. Yeah. Those are like your bros or something. Yeah, if 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 you know, you were paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to be at boarding school. Yeah. Not not quite the same. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So, okay. And I have one more little thing that I thought was funny. And then I guess we, that, that's probably, we could probably so, wrap it up. Wait, really I quick. Your you, you know, you're there for the wedding and then you guys, did you fl- fly home after that? Yeah. So we then drove and dropped the car off at Malpensa in Milan. Yeah. And dude, we're on an Emirates flight that 
the in, there was two. It was a two floor flight. Oh wow! And on the second floor, the entire second floor is business class. And they had that's probably the one that has the bar. I told Hillary I was like, "There's a basketball court up there, <laughs> <laughs> and a pool." She's like, "Yeah, yeah okay." Uh-huh. Uh, no, but it was a uh, it was a good flight. I accidentally bumped into a baby's head, but dude, it wasn't my fucking fault. The guy was ho- <laughs> <laughs> the guy was holding the baby in the aisle. Don't hold your baby's head in the eye. And he goes, ah. I'm like, dude, it's your fault. You- yeah. He can't do that. I'm just walking. Right. That's him. That's on him. <laughs> That's on him. And just like that, that baby grew up to solve the fucking cure for AIDS. Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> Seriously. You, you knock something loose. He was never able to look people in the eye again, but <laughs> he did understand the splitting of genomes to solve major diseases. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude. Okay, so one final thing that I really was amused by, and Hillary had texted me, being like, "You got to get to the pool." When we were in Monte Carlo, she's like, "You got to get to the pool." Our companions are really funny, and I didn't notice that text initially. But I get there and I see this woman in the pool, this older woman, talking to the guy who's sitting on the bed, like the the pool bed, uh, trying to get him to come in the pool, and she's going, "Come on, come in." The water's so nice. <laughs> Dude, it's so loud. It's so nice. You're going to love it. I'm not, I'm not even swimming. I'm just treading water. And I know you love trick. Come on. Just get in, dude. It was crazy. She wouldn't stop. Hillary and I are looking at each other like, oh my God, dude. Then dude, she comes, she tries to get the guy's attention. She comes out of the pool. She's like, excuse me. She's like, can I get a diet Coke? And then she starts like subtly lying about her age for no reason. This woman had to be 80. She goes, oh yeah, diet Coke, these bottles. I remember when I was a little kid in the seventies. <laughs> like, dude, this is so weird. This is the weirdest fucking. <laughs> when I was a little kid in the seventies, we love these dude. It was absolutely fucking bad shit. Love a little people watching. Oh. Love a little successful vacay. Gets it. it was one of those trips where I got back ready to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, I was on vacation. I have space in my brain. I'm ready to work. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So here we are. That's funny that you say that. I think I made this point to you, but I tell me if I made it on the podcast, where I, I said that, you know, in, in what we do, uh, in, in that we are sort of masters of our schedule, a lot of the time did i talk about this in the pod yeah how you go you go on vacation like my vacation this summer i had worked uh you know really hard for three months road weekends every weekend traveling working all that and then i cleared a month of my summer call it three weeks three to four weeks um and then i went on it and then there was no clear moment when i was coming back to work Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's interesting for you to say that because you were like, yeah, cause, and that's because you traveled. Whereas if you're like traveling and home, it's not clear that all of a sudden you're back to work until you're back to work, which is what happened to me last week. And boy, it was a culture shock. It was a hot cub, hot tub to cold tub type moment. Interesting. Yeah, Cause yeah, you've introduced this new routine in your space that doesn't involve work. I, I was at a point by week three where I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to work again. <laughs> I thought this was just my new reality. 
<laughs> that I was sweet. like, I'm, I've retired without telling anybody. <laughs> and then all of a sudden work found me again. And I, you know, it just slugged me in the face. Mm. We were like, Jesus, I need to be in bed by 1030, you know, and I need to, I don't know, eat better to keep up with this, this new life yeah. that I thought I'd left behind. Now, I know what you mean. Like when, when you, when you go beyond the window of what is like a break, it just becomes your life mm-hmm. and it be, then becomes hard to get back into the grind because you've conditioned yourself for the grind. Right. You know, it's right. like not working out for a while and then trying to bench however much you can bench. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's funny. Um, I have a friend, I have some friends, all of whom are, as you know, you mentioned the Goldman Sachs group, a, a few friends in finance who are killing it. And one of my very close friends is doing so well that he has made up his mind that he wants to retire in his 40s. Wow. Do I know him? Yeah. That's, dude, that's what a fun plan. How great is that? Yeah. And he, and that, he could probably, could he retire now? Theoretically? He could, but yeah. there's no reason to right. because he likes the work and he's making so much money. Might as well keep making more. But typically, people that that happens to never stop feeling that way. Right. Until they're maybe in their 60s or something like that. Right. And he has a firm belief that he is going to retire in his 40s. What does he intend to do? What does retire loves, mean? He loves traveling. Okay. He so loves traveling. Hit the, hit and I think be with his family, raise his kids, travel, stuff like that. And awesome. you know, people like that, they pick up a lot of business acumen. He can probably serve on boards. Right. You know, advise young companies, take stock positions in them, and probably hit some major winners like that. Totally. Like people will bring him opportunities or he can just like start some fun business that he really is passionate about. Yeah. Something. Right. I, it's cool. I, I, I admire it for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. As do I. Cool. Um, all right. That's the podcast for today. You got anything fun coming up? I got some facts with Ryan coming facts up. Facts with That's Ryan. Sure. That's what we need first. <laughs> Are they lying? Are they lying? Facts <laughs> with Ryan. They're not lying. So previously on Oops, the podcast, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, weight gain. If you were to force feed yourself junk food for the next thirty days, you could gain up to twenty two pounds. <laughs> so if you really want to let it rip, okay, that's the worst it could that's get. That's how bad it could go. Uh, By the way, I could do worse than that. I think I could gain more than twenty two pounds in in a month. I really do. Really, the way that I, how much room there is in my stomach, I think I can put away more food than most people from a starting position. Interesting. Area. What was the restaurant you mentioned on the 50 uh, best restaurants? Atomics. Atomics is ranked number 33. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, lastly, do you guys want to take a stab at when Google Translate was invented? What, what was number one? Number one is, uh, it's in Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, geranium? Geranium. Geranium. Yeah. And number two is Azure? No, it's Central from Lima. Ah. What's, what? Where's Azure? The one in uh, Monton, France. Is that three? How do you spell that? I think it's AZ. The first one you see that's in France. It's like three or four. No. Isn't there one in France that's number three or four? Oh, wait. Uh, it's I, in, I see sep, I see Septime at 22. Septime? Um, all right. Never mind. I thought there was one in Monton, France that was like number three or four. No, I don't see that right now. A-Z-U-R. Okay. Never mind. Um... When do you guys think Google Translate was invented or first released? 2011. I was going to say 2013. 
Chris? Uh, 2009. Okay, it was April 28th, 2006. Wow. We're way off. Chris, well done. Yep. Thank you. Thank nice. you. Um, crazy. Cool. Facts with Ryan. Thank, Thank you, you, Ryan. Excellent. Always interesting and eye-opening. Where can we find you, Julia um, Colorado? Um, I'm going to be at the Comedy House, New Orleans, two shows, August 20th. Uh, we'll love to see you down there. Nice, uh, you know, sticky part of summer. Let's go sweat together and have a ball. Mm, boy. Love that. I'm in uh, Jersey City, August 4th, and I'm in Red Bank, New Jersey, my place of birth, on August 10th. Uh, tickets for that at FrancisEllis.com. I'll be with Lil Sass from Barstool Sports. Should be a blast, and I uh, hope to see you guys there. Thanks so much.